0: Yo, Guys, I'm telling you, yo This is the best motherfucking cereal That they got in this world Son, it's the best motherfucking Cereal that exists The best breakfast cereal that exists I'm telling you Mm. Honey nut checks They should call this shit Honey nut crack Shit, it's so lit God damn it Mm. Yo, what the fuck did they put In this to make it look so, make it taste so good, so delicious. What's the ingredients? What is in this? Honey. Mmm. Sugar. How come the rest of the ingredients look so funny to me, though? I barely read this shit. It shit look crazy funny. Man, that's why it looks funny, because this is the goddamn funny papers, man. This so small today Anyway I'm your boy Vance Michelle And it's time for me To report on God Because this is the funny papers With Vance Michelle And we got a whole lot of comedy news For you on the way right now man I got some special Important news to tell you right now young. You know Kim Codigan Got sexually assaulted while opening For Joey Diaz in the Sony Hall In October 8th in New York Now this is how it happened. She went to go get her phone in the middle of the crowd. And in the crowd, a man tried to poke her in her, you know, her little private areas. Okay? Actually, he almost got in there. He, he breached he breached, he breached the barrier a little bit, man. You know what I'm saying? And you know what Kim Connaghan asked to say, too? She also said that Joey Diaz is the worst human being she had ever met. Anyway, right when it happened, she turned around, and then the guy acted like he was blind. And now the assault happened when the crowd was cheering for Joey as he went on stage, and the lights were dim, so she couldn't even follow him. But security was later to find him because they had cameras in place. Thank God, and she was able to ID him later. But the guy didn't care because, on his way being escorted out the stadium, she—he was like, "Oh, at least I got to touch." Kimmy's, Kimmy's Wee or Kimmy's, you know, you saying, and that's not cool. That's not cool. And I'm glad they called that guy. That's what I'm about to say on that. And yo, um, you know, to the, you know, I'm sure you hear a lot of the, the, uh, places they be like, yo, you know, the girls should watch out where they should go. But you know, I feel like us comedian guys, I think we need to more, we need to more step up for our colleagues. Because the situation is getting crazy Anyway moving on In the next uh, In the next uh, thing I heard I see in the funny papers right here In front of me man damn this thing is small But it's here This, is, this shit is packed full of information This little shit man It's saying that comedians Eric Andre And claim English are challenging A police program at the Atlanta airport And they say that That says that violates the constitutional rights Of airline passengers particularly black passengers and coercive searches. Okay, just as they were about to abort their flight, they got stopped by Clinton police and they got um, illegally searched. Okay? Now later, they filed a lawsuit against them for allegedly racially profiling them in illegal stop and search procedure person through racial profiling. Now, Andre said he didn't like being gawked at like he did something wrong and felt dehumanized and demoralized and Eric Andre also says that listen, this thing happens to black people all the time and now that he has a platform for uh, for things for him you know, things to happen wait, for people, for eyes to see this situation, you can check this out you know, from August 30, 2020 to April 30, 2021 402 jet bridge stops um have been um like stops have been have been uh happened they acted on in Atlanta airport okay 402 jet bridge stops happened in 400 stops um were listed oh races were listed and out of 378 oh wait 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 400 stops okay and then 378 races were listed, and 211 passengers were black. Okay, so he also, Andre also voluntarily told the cops his travel plans and let them search his bag, But the Clinton police didn't even want to cooperate with that. So... Like I said, Eric Andre said he has the resources. He says I have the resources to bring internally eyes to this situation, and this is not an isolated incident. If black people don't speak up for each other, who will? So I'm here speaking with you, my brother Eric Andre. You know, Monég, Asian. Gotta say that. All right, moving on, man. You know, in the movie news, Snoop Dogg got a new movie coming out called The Underdogs. I heard it's like some type of hip-hop version Of the Bad News Brown It's like, but Snoop Dogg And he just added But the shit looked lit though Okay, he just added Andrew Schultz Mike Epps and George Lopez to the cast Now the movie, like I said Is built to be the Bad News Bears Of the Youth Football League and then now the little story is Jason Jennings is a former NFL player and after running with the law he agrees to coach kids football team and have hope in rekindling his career. Sounds like a great movie. I great movie I might stream on a on a Sunday night. But yo, here's a movie though. I might actually go to the theater for I'm hyped for this shit Man this shit look crazy I might go for the, the new house party Because Snoop Dogg is actually in that shit He's actually in it with um Kid Cudi uh, Adonis AD is in that movie Andrew Santino is in that movie It looked like Randy Ma Was in that movie But it it, it, it's, it looks like the It is the remake of house party Remember that movie the kid and play Motherfucking from that thing uh, uh, I wonder if they're going to bring back the dance But even Kenneth Play makes a cameo Of course, but it's two friends And Jason Lattimore and Tosin Cole are the ones that play the friends Plot is that they're struggling to make Ends meet and they get The chance to clean LeBron James Mansion, the two decide To take advantage And rack up some extra cash by throwing a mansion party at lebron's place and invite tons of star-studded celebrities yo you gotta check out this remake of the 1990 comedy house party coming to hbo max on december 9 2022 i'm hyped about the trailer i saw the trailer it, it was dope i'm hyped about it yo i'm it, it got me a little hyped, yo but you know what I'm a, I'm a little sad though because you know december 8th we heard that Trevor Noah was gonna leave like the Daily Show and th- we found out that last date is gonna be December 8th for Trevor Noah on the Daily Show. Then it's gonna be on Hot Haters till January 17th. And then Trevor he released a statement saying, Chris McCarthy has been a great boss, helping me develop my talent in front of the camera and behind the scenes, working on some content that will be available across the Paramount family. Jeez, I wonder you, you see, he released that statement And then, a while back Guess what, there's like a daily show Kind of documentary now There's like, it's crazy thing So, you know what, shout out to Trevor Noah Because, you know When you say goodbye to one thing That just means hello to something greater Now Here's something great that I heard The other day You probably heard this too But it involves with the homie Pete Davidson Okay you know what, Pete Davidson's is always in the news, but it ain't really about comedy. It's because he was dating. Well, right now he was dating Kim Kardashian. You know, on the recent episode of The Kardashians, Kim reveals to her grandma that she had sex in front of a fireplace in a Beverly Hills hotel in honor of her. And that's like that's like me. I'll I'll, I'll hear about yo yo pops. You know what I'm saying? Like my pops telling me that he he fucked, you know, some girl in the freezer. And then all of a sudden I'm gonna tell my dad like, yo. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I jerked on. I jerked off in the fridge. I don't know, y you know, I mean, you know, it ain't exactly like that, but come on. It's still disgusting. Okay. But anyway, Kim reveals to her grandma that she had sits in front of a fireplace in a Beverly Hills Hotel. In honor of her, a couple jumped. See, Kim and Pete, you know, jumped into the fire. Probably made a, another sex tape that's about to leak. That's about to be fired. 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 Don't let me see the tape. and let. Don't let me be in charge of naming the tape. Anyway, in about five years and now. So anyway, Grandma once said to Freaky Kimmy that you don't live until you have sex in front of a fireplace. And then, you know, told me, she told Pete that after a long night of talking and making out. Now, now, you know that's about to be every basic bitch is like that's about to be on every basic bitches do list. I don't care, <laughs> but hey, more more power to you. You know, there's going to be a lot of fireplaces going to be hot now. A lot of fireplaces. But but you know what, though? You ain't got to wait till then to go to someplace hot. Because right here, I see this and shows that you can still go to. Right here in Montreal. If you're watching this video, then you're probably a big fan of Montreal comedy shows. And I got the perfect one for you to go to on Monday night. It calls, it's called the World's Smallest Comedy Night, baby. And it's hosted by Vance Michelle and Zach Kick. And, yeah, and you know, mostly. Yeah, it's Vance Michelle and Zach Kick at Hurley's. And it starts at 8 p.m. And guess what? There's another open mic that starts at 10.30 p.m. I'm telling you 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 wanna go there. You should go there. Hmm. Why you put this checks in front of me? This shit is good. Anyway, I'm your boy Vance Michelle. I'm done reporting. This has been the funny papers with Vance Michelle. And that's been the news. Oh, God.